Hello everybody and welcome back to Behold the Roll. I am Jesse, I am your Dungeon Master, and I am here as always with Jim Gledhill. Hello, it's me, Silas Leodore. And what kind of dirt is this? Oh, is that Wolf? Yeah, that's Oh, okay. <laughs> Starting off hot as hell, we are also joined by Joe Pinkham. Hi guys, Wolf <gasps> on fire here. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Was that supposed to be Wolf or Silas? That's supposed to be Silas. Uh, Okay, not bad. No, I'm just kidding. That was good. And of course, Zach Ledford. Hello, everybody. I am Lorcan Brightstrike. (laughs) And uh, what kind of soil is that? (laughs) Dude, it's hard, isn't it? (laughs) It is. How do you do that? (laughs) Wait, let me. I want to try one more time. Uh, Wait, no, I want to do one. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Hello. I would like to look in this closet and see what kind of wood is in there. Ooh. All right, now let's get the All real right. wolf. Let's get the real wolf. Let's get the real wolf. All right, you guys ready for the real wolf? Uh, the wood is maple. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I can only do a Lorcan impression. <laughs> Excellent. Can you edit this one? Because this one's already sounding like a pain in the ass. Yeah, speaking of which... Uh, by the time we release this, it'll probably be fucking December. So Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Wolf Dawnfire. Merry Christmas from Wolf Dawnfire. Zach sounds like he's trying to be super sophisticated. Jimmy kind of <laughs> sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, who wants a recap? Please? <laughs> I don't even know how to do Silas's voice now. I'm Silas Leodore. And I like wood. Oh, never mind. Zach's starting to lean into the pervert, too. (laughs) Ironwood. (laughs) Hello. May I have your phone number, lady? Yeah, right. You get rejected. When we last saw our adventurers, the three of you were seemingly trapped in a strange cave with not only two complete strangers, but a monster with the body of a spider and the head of a boar. The bad news didn't stop there as before you had time to figure out who these people really were, a second boar spider appeared from behind you all. The orcs made a quick judgment call to trust you and said that they'd take care of one of them if you would take care of the other, which is exactly what happened. Though it wasn't easy, the three of you defeated one of the beasts while the other two orcs defeated theirs, and afterward, there was a bit of a power struggle as your group and the orcs tried to feel each other out for clues, but eventually, after realizing you had no idea about the treasure they were asking about, the orcs decided to bring you back to their camp to give you a little bit of information on what's been going on on this island. Though skeptical, you all agreed to follow them back, and on your way there you learned that your two new acquaintances were Rock and Garol, two members of the rare race of orcs known as the Ozai tribe. You were then introduced to Damu, an elderly wise turtle that lives on the island as well, and he gave you a rundown of what's been going on on this island, and most importantly... It's not the only thing you gave us. What? Dank weed. Oh, I thought you were talking Dank about like, penis or something. No. <laughs> I was like, did you guys fuck this turtle and I forgot? <laughs> that was just choked, sorry. Yeah, on the turtle. <laughs> And most importantly, he also told you that this is not exclusively an island, but the back of a gargantuan titan that's half dragon turtle and half whale, known as an Aspidoclone. 
and therefore the island was named Aspid. I can't remember if I actually told you guys that or not, but that is a real D&D thing. Aspid? An Aspidacolone is like a water aminal that has an island on its back. That's cool. I didn't know that. The second part of that word does not sound familiar to me. Yeah, it's it's just called Aspid, but because it's named after the creature, and also because I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it the first time around. That's fair. Fair enough. Demu then told you that basically the Tortles lived on Aspid for an undisclosed amount of time when one day the Dwarger brothers showed up with a small crew sent there by an unnamed evil deity that promised them a world all to their own and their wildest riches if they were to recover his lost treasure. The Dwargers wanted the mountain and the land to themselves while they searched, and they tried to drive the Tortles off the island, which resulted in a small war between the Tortles and the Dwargers. Then the Ozai tribe showed up and helped the Tortles set up their civilization on the beach shore and defend them against the Dwargers and or the creatures that lurked on the island, especially during the Dark Nights. Eventually, the Dwargers gave up and just went to searching the mountain cave for treasure. However, after doing so for so long, they reportedly went mad and started infighting. Rumor has it that the only one left alive is Cleave, and his two brothers roam as giants at night due to a curse that was placed on them by the evil deity that sent them to the island. Cleave has reportedly gone completely insane looking for the final piece of the treasure and has been venturing out of his mountain more often at night, and his dead brothers basically roam looking for him as they think if they can find the lost piece of treasure themselves, even in death, they will be brought back to life and get what was promised to them. Damu was mid-explaining how dangerous Cleve and his brothers are when suddenly a wounded Sidroy along with Johnny Flame came stumbling out of the bushes, having used a locate object spell to find you all. Johnny told you that the orc that you had tied up when you had your encounter with Stravin had escaped her bonds and attacked Sidroy before fleeing into the night. You then noticed that Sidroy was looking nervously at Rock and Garol, who had now drawn their weapons and had them pointed at Sidroy, and he sighed out exasperated, Oh no, not these guys. And that is where we are now. That was a bit of a longer recap, but I feel like I didn't pitch the Dwarger thing very well last time, so I figured wrapping it in a nice little bow here would be a nice start. Yes. If it didn't make sense last episode, it's not because I'm bad at narrating, it's because of all the dank weed y'all smoked. Uh, excuse me, sir, Damu, I, I have a very important question. Yes, is it, do I remember my voice? Because I think it was this. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I mean, do you have any ice water? I have really bad cotton mouth. <laughs> no. Okay. Sada sits back down and just forgets what's happening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, Sidroy is bleeding from his uh, arm region. And your two new orc friends have their weapons pointed at them. And Sidroy just kind of, even while wounded, he just looks at them and Johnny Flame. And he goes, boy, you guys can't help but find all the trash on this island, can you? I guess not, Sidroy. <laughs> Rock looks at you hurt. Oh, not you. Not you or, or any of these guys. I thought he went literal. <laughs> What what literal trash did you find, weird gnome man? They gave us some dank weed, and I'm just saying things. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want some of this chicken breast, Larkin? 
Sure! That'd be excellent! You see Rock and Garol kind of don't take their eyes off of Sidroy, but then they look at... Was there a specific one of you that was taking the lead last time? I don't remember. I had Zona Truth cast on me. They did not. Yeah, okay. we were lying, and he was... <laughs> That's true. So probably him. Garol, yeah, Garol looks at Wolf, and she goes, Tell me, tell me you're not here with this Amastica scum. Unfortunately. No, we're here with Sidroy! It's one and the same, I'm afraid, my friend. That's Rock, not the turtle that he sounds a lot alike. You'd know best, my buddy. And I elbow him. What did you say, Silas? Do you guys know each other? They both try to talk over each other, pretty much. And uh, Garol and Sidroy, that is. And Rock kind of steps up, who's like the clearer head, and like puts his hands out for a split second. And he's like, yes, we definitely do know each other. And... That's why when you started talking about being from the square, we were a bit apprehensive, and then Sidroy kicks in. Yeah, they were a little bit apprehensive, because the last time they were there, they tried to attack the kingdom of Evermore and were ran out like the peasants they are. And Garol kicks back in, and she's like, we didn't attack anything. That's all of your Evermore propaganda against our kind. And Sidroy's like, yeah, absolutely. That's why two of you are locked away in prison right now there. And Grohl draws her, like, bow back a little bit more and, like, rock kind of tries to put his hand up. And he's like, violence is not the answer. It's not going to solve anything here. And Damu is also trying to kick in, even though he doesn't know anything that's going on. Johnny Flame just kind of kicks in and is like, guys, guys, look. And Sidra's like, no, no, these two snuck into our village with that beast known as Stravin that we fought already who tried to kill us if you Ooh. three remember they snuck in I stare at like whip my head at rock they snuck in with Stravin and tried to kill us and break their little friends out of jail and Garol speaks back up because she's the louder one She's like, that is not why we were there at all. We received a message. We didn't even know who Stravin was at the time. We didn't meet him until we showed up there. And Sidra's like, yeah, I'm sure. That's why all of the orcs of your little Ozai tribe or whatever you call it were riding in with Stravin. And Grohl's like, look, those orcs don't even like Stravin. Stravin is basically just... Guys, 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 guys. They stop. Listen... I've known Rock here for a really long time now. I can't imagine him doing anything underhanded. Johnny Flame's like, hey, hey, guys. And Rock speaks over him and is like, look, there's a lot going on. Everybody just needs some cool heads and we can talk about what's going on. Excuse me, sir. Mr. Damu, sir. Could you cast another zone of truth on us, maybe? To see what the truth actually is. Guys! Johnny Flame, like, pushes into the middle of the pack. What the fuck is that? And he points behind you guys out into the sea. And as you all turn, give me perception checks. (laughs) There we go. 13. Oh, okay. 11. 13 as well. At least. You guys see that, um... Johnny Flame had been trying to get everybody's attention mid this argument. Obviously, I can't do it as well, but this is all happening within like 
seconds of each other and people talking over each other. And as you all turn, you see something just, for a lack of better descriptor, gargantuan that is glowing white crash into the middle of the ocean, like way off into the distance or whatever. And you don't really think much of it. And then you hear this loud, almost explosion sound that's similar to like a sonic boom. And the island begins to rock as you see an enormous wave begin to come heading towards heading towards the island. Um, and in it, you can see small like flashes of almost electricity. And you see what looks like little tornadoes starting to spin off of this wave, not in like a, to your knowledge, not in like a spell wave way, but just from the sheer force of whatever just happened like kicking out air and energy and stuff like that. And Garol and Rock both look at Damu and Damu just goes, everybody run. Run, run. And I need everybody to roll initiative. Okay. Oh shit. 11. 10. I can ask this for probably like the third session in a row. Do you add anything to that? <laughs> Your initiative. Your initiative. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's next to your yeah, armor class. Dirty uh, 20. <laughs> I'm going to just make a compilation of Joe asking what you add to initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should probably write this down, huh? <laughs> How do you guys play D&D? <laughs> All right. So I heard Wolf with a dirty 20. Who is next? I got, a, I got a dirty 20. I got an 11. What'd you get, Lorcan? 10. Sweet. So, we are going to do something slightly differently. Um, Damu just like looks and he just in a panic goes, Everybody, get to the mountain. And they're going to take off and he's going to run towards like the other turtles to get them like pushing onwards or whatever. And you see Garol doesn't drop her bow at first. And Rock physically grabs her like by the arm and goes, Everybody, come on. This is, we're not going to have anything to argue about if we don't get off this, off this beach. Sort this out later. Follow us, guys. And they start booking ahead. And Johnny Flam goes, you don't get to tell me twice. And he grabs Sidroy by the good arm and like starts dragging him towards the woods. Um, What we are going to do now is we are going to do a little bit of a... um, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's basically a run encounter and we're going to go in initiative, but basically you guys have to make it 200 feet to this mountain entrance pretty much. Um, And on your turn, you guys are going to roll a D6 and I have different events that are going to happen per thing that you roll. And so you can either choose to, you could take a dash action, which is double your movement or whatever. But if you take a dash action, you're not going to be able to do any like perceptions or anything like that while you're running. Um, and if you just move your normal speed, I'll give you advantage on any sorts of like checks or anything like that that come up. So, and if we don't take a dash, can we take an action if we have something that feels like that could help us and still make a perception? Yes, right? absolutely. If you have like a normal action, you can still okay. do that and move your movement. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so first is going to be Wolf. You tell me what you want to do first, and then I'll tell you. What's up? I kind of want to, like, look at, like, can I figure out, like, what exactly that is? 
Like if I make a nature check or an arcana check, whatever. Because obviously it's dangerous, but like I, I want to get. Yeah, go for it. Give, give me a nature check. Whoops, I didn't even get it in the tray. <laughs> Could we have said during this downtime that we took a short rest? No. <laughs> How about a long rest? This was a shot. We tr- we smoked dank weed. Fifteen. Fifteen with that as a nature check. Um, a, you have no idea what hit the water. B, you can assume that whatever the like noise you heard mixed with the just sheer force of this enormous thing hitting the water has basically almost just created a natural disaster. It's similar to like a enormous wave like mixed with like a tsunami kind of like thing. It's basically created a tropical storm heading towards you, if that helps at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I figured I, it was as a player, <laughs> but I wanted to get a little more information on that. Yes, but, sir. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll move 30 feet. Okay, so go ahead and roll a d6. Oops, if I can find... Well, whatever. I got a one. A one? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Um, so, as you start running, you see, like, right in the beginning of the, like, place that you are heading towards, the ground instantly just collapses beneath you. Give me a dexterity saving throw, but do it with advantage since you weren't dashing. Wow, I rolled two 18s. Two 18s? And is that total? Oh, no, I guess it's 19. 19? Perfect. So, yet you, um, the ground, like, collapses basically beneath your feet, um, but you see it in time and you stop, like, right before it, so it's not, like, impeding you or anything like that. Um, next up is Silas. How far away did Damu run towards, like, their little settlement? Like, is he within, like, earshot? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I yell, Damu, is there anything we can, I can do to help? No, but I appreciate it. We will meet you in the, in the mountain. Um, Rock and Garol knows where we're heading. Okay, uh, we'll meet you there. Um, I will... I'm gonna. I don't know if this is gonna do anything, but I'm gonna try it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just do my normal movement, and I'm gonna cast a Blade Ward, which is just a cantrip. Okay. Um, but it gives me resistance um, against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Ooh. Maybe I get like for how long? For something. Uh, just this round. Okay. Yeah. Um, that could end up coming into play. Yeah. Um, give. So, h- how far is your movement? Uh, just thirty feet. Thirty. Okay. Give me a D six. A three? Uh, unfortunately not. Um, so you see, as you start running, um, you almost get like near where um, Wolf is. Uh, and suddenly one of these like small little tornadoes kind of pick up speed and hits the beach. And sand just like flies up everywhere. And there's like a sandstorm that flows in front of you. Um, and you're like temporary discombobulated. So you're gonna lose five feet. So you only made it 25 feet. Okay. Should I be keeping track oh. of how far I've made it? What's that? Should I be keeping track of how far I've made it? Hold on a second. Make a, um, let's do, give me like a constitution saving throw it, with advantage because you didn't dash. That is gonna be, there's a nat one in there. But okay. uh, with advantage, it's a 16. A 16? Okay, so you actually, this happens, like the uh, sand blows into your eyes, but you're able to like close your eyes in time and you kind of like push through it. And so you do make it 30 feet. The blade ward protects me. Yes, the blade ward actually 
cuts the sand in half. What do you think Blade Ward is? Do you think it, like, how do you think it manifests? I'm not sure. I haven't really thought of that one. It says you extend your hand and trace a sigil of warding in the air. Till the end of your next turn, you have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Um, so I think probably just, like, maybe a thin layer of, like, like spectral darkness, maybe, kind mm -hmm. of, like... Do you think you lift your, uh, new scimitar? Do you think it comes off of that, or do you think it comes off your hand? Out of my hand. Sick. Yep, this one comes out of my hand. Hell yeah. Um, Lorcan. Um, I'm gonna go right for a dash action. Actually. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Give me a d6 roll. Two. Two? <laughs> Sweet. Give me a uh -huh. dexterity saving throw. Hey, we've all gotten different things. Mm -hmm. How about, like, an arcana check? No, no it's dexterity. Right. You ain't got, a, like, a expeditious ret retreat or a haste in there or something? <laughs> How's a nine? A nine. So, how much is your dash? Um, so my dash is just double speed, so it'd be 50 yep. feet. 50 feet? So you only make it 25 feet when suddenly the wind picks up and an entire tree trunk rips from the ground and clocks you and knocks you prone. And you take... Excuse me? You take four <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage. What? And you are prone. So basically what that means is next turn you're going to have to give get up but that means you lose half your movement. Excuse me? So that brings us back to Wolf. So how much does he lose this if he has 25? Does he, does, can he move 12 feet or? Yes. Are you gonna like round <laughs> it up down? Okay. No, I'll round Sweet. it up. Dope. Where is uh, Johnny Flame in this? Uh, they're in front of you guys. They're not rolling for this right now because I don't wanna. Bog it down. Yeah, I just don't wanna have that many rolls. I don't want this to be the entire session. Right. How is he? Is he within shout, speaking or shouting range? Yes. Yep. Um, I want to. I want to yell to him, and just say. I can't remember if I've ever even addressed him as Johnny Flame before. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> old man. He, he, he's not old. Isn't he? <laughs> he's not old. I mean, he's not like old. He's probably like th a crisp thirty-six or something. <laughs> All right. Flame, you need to be careful of the falling ground. I just want to give him that warning. Thanks for my warning. Yeah, I was going to say, he looks at the ground that uh, fell in front of you and goes, and I think the same for you, pal. <laughs> I'm being serious. We, Lorcan and I, were, were shown a vision where you fell into this. So be careful. Sick. And what do you want to do? Just move. Are you going to try to dash or normal move? normal move. I'm also okay. going to try to remember Wolf's voice because I've forgotten it. Yeah, I've forgotten everybody's voice clearly by my Johnny Flame. It, it's like this, Wolf. Wolf Dawnfire. Oh, I was rolling a d6. I don't know why I just rolled a d20. I got a 6. Nothing happens. 6 is a good thing. Nice. 6 is a good yep. thing. So you just make it your 30 feet. So you've made it 60 feet total. You got 140 left to go. Next up is Silas. If I dash, can I catch up to Johnny Flame, or are they dashing this whole time as well? I'm just assuming they're, like, slightly in front of you guys. 
But you can, like, get next to them or in front of them or whatever you yeah, want Yeah, I want to try to, like, get up to them and mm-hmm. just, like, I want to be near people just in case something happens. Yeah. So, um, would that be a normal move or a dash to catch up to them? I know you said they were in front of us. Uh, it would probably have to be a dash at this point because okay. they took off a little before you guessed. A, I will take the dash then. So, I've moved uh, 90 feet. 90? Yep. Uh, total. So, you moved 60 feet this turn. Yeah, because you said I didn't lose the 5 feet, right? Because I passed. Correct. Yep, yeah, um, so go ahead and give me a d6, and we'll see if you actually make it that 60 feet. A two. A two? Yep. All right, that is. Give fall me prone. a dexterity saving throw. What? I said I'm going to fall prone, aren't I? Uh, oh, yeah, I am. Six. Six. Unfortunately, you look <laughs> down at Lorcan as you make it like 30 feet, and you like ran past him, and you're like, oh no, Lorcan, like, I hope he's okay. And suddenly a tree rips from the ground and hits you. Lorcan, am I really high? I'm freaking out, man. It's the Ironwood! Ah. Ooh, God. <laughs> it hits you for seven damage. Ooh, and you go prone. Okay. Uh, so this is rough. How far do I make it? You made it 30 feet. You make it half what you attempt oh, to do. I don't even make my... Oh. Nope. So now you've made it 60 feet as well. Lorcan. Um, how far is Silas from me? Um, He is like 30 feet away from you. How about 12? No, he's about 30 feet. All right, well, I'm going to get up and move 12 feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you if you dash, then you, you could go me, right? 25 feet because your dash would be 50 feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so half that would be 25 instead of 13. So basically, he can move 37 feet this round if he dashes. Correct. Total. Assuming that he makes it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll do it. Worst case scenario, right? All right. So Are you we're keeping got... track of your um, movements, Zach? What would that put you have for footage? If, if I get all... Feet. I'm at 25 so far. Okay, yep. so you'll be right next to me. Yep, he could make it to you. Yep, okay. Yep. Um, give me a d6. Mm. That's a two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, you get up, you shake it off, and you start running, and you see a tree trunk fly and hit Silas, and you're like, what are the chances? And then... I reach out. <laughs> Silas, these trees! <laughs> oh, God! A tree trunk flies and hits you up. Well, do I do a dexterity? Oh, I thought you failed for some reason. Yes, dexterity. Oh, thanks, buddy. How much does it hit me for? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, I got a two, so three. Nice. It uh, hits you for two points of damage, but it knocks you right back on your ass. <laughs> so you it. only make it... Good God, what's half 37 feet 16? No, uh, no, 18 and a half. Yeah, so you make it 19 more feet. Oh, good. Plus 25? Yeah. Can we, out of character, were you trying to get up to me for a reason? Because I can wait until you... Go. I was going to help you get up. Oh, okay. Oh, that would have been nice of you. If you made it to me. <laughs> Almost! <laughs> wolf. Oh, so it's wolves? I'm next to wolf, then. Because we're yep. both six. Yeah, okay. you guys are all right together. I wish I had a... You guys just keep that. trying to sprint and then keep getting hit with trees. <laughs> oh, I think I know what I'm going to do. Lurkin, you're like what? I- I'm a gnome. You're 15 feet away, roughly? Yeah, about. Give or take? 
Yep. Yep. I think he's at 47 or something. Yeah, he's at... Oh, so, okay. Are you looking okay what, for 49? Because I can give you a potion. I'm at 8. He's at 44, right? 25 plus 19? Yes. Okay. I was like, man, it is taking three people a long time to do 25. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I wanted to do. With... Yeah. Could I, uh, could I run back and pick him up and bring him to us? You probably use, like, help him up. Well, yeah, I was just, you could... Because he's small, like, smaller That's than That's true. Me, so... so basically, you would spend 15 feet. I would let you do a strength check. Yep. And then you would have to roll your D6. Yep. Prob depending on what you get, it might end up being disadvantage because you're carrying another person. So would he still be able to dash that? He wouldn't be able to dash because I'm going to count. No, I'm going to count like picking somebody up as an action. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I didn't want to dash. I just wanted yeah. to see if I could pick Lorcan up and bring him at least back to where we are now. That's a good idea. Yeah. Go for it. I'll go ahead I like and do it. that. I moved yeah. 15 feet back and then you said strength check first. Yes, to make sure. It, you don't have to beat much. He's light. Um, just get get above a 10. Don't roll a 1. Uh, that's a 14 on the dice. So I 14, it. perfect. Yep, so you heft him up, and give me your d6. I got a 4. 4. All right, so as you pick him up, you turn around, and you realize... Oh, man, I just realized. Oh. Um, Those ain't good, fellas. No, I just realized you got the worst one for holding somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> you turn around and this like massive crack has formed in front of you, basically almost like the one that you almost fell into. So you can either attempt to do an athletics check to jump over it, or you can spend half your movement to go around it, which means you wouldn't be able to make it back to Jim. You must have pretty athletic stuff. But your athletics check will be with disadvantage holding Lorcan. Take the chance. Do it. Do it. Lord. It is. And by crack, it, it's like you would have to make a like 15 foot like jump, which is you can do because you can jump your speed. But it is fairly deep, just so you know. You're a good friend, Wolf. So I feel like I need to talk with Zach about this before I make any rash decisions. You're a good friend, Wolf. I'm, I trust you with all my being. I'm going to give you 15 seconds on the I'm clock. I'm just going to go around it. I'm not even going to take a okay. chance. I'm just around okay so you went back 15 feet which gave you 15 feet of movement so you can only move eight feet so you've lost i've lost like seven feet yeah so you you're now this is way more math than i thought this was gonna be <laughs> so i moved so i moved seven feet yeah you're at, so yeah. we're both at 53 feet right now okay yes that's all i need to know question and Jimmy's at 60 feet. Yes. yes. Can I... I don't know if this is too much, but, like, if for whatever reason something comes into play where something is hurtling towards us, since I am kind of, like, in control of Lorcan's positioning, would I be able to, like, shield him from something if if that comes to it, being carried? Does he... Does, doesn't he have, like, the protection thing? Um, yeah, I will... Depending on what we get... Okay. I will allow some shenanigans. We'll we'll play it by okay. ear and figure it out. That's good enough for me. Um, sweet. So that is Silas. <sighs> I am gonna do something stupid. I think that's what we like to hear. Yeah, not stupid, stupid. But I am gonna <laughs> go back seven feet. 
Okay. And as my action, I'm gonna feed uh, Lorcan a potion. I'm just like, here, this will help with the cotton mouth, sir. <laughs> oh, really? Good. I'm parched. Uh, so that's two d four plus something. Nice. Two d four plus two. Hell yeah. Three, seven. You get nine health back. That works real good. Yeah, it's a fruit punch flavor, sir. <laughs> it's a Kool Aid jammer. <laughs> Is it Sharkleberry Finn? <laughs> well, Jim, we know one of the pictures for this episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do math in my head. Um, all right, so I'm at 76 feet with my remaining movement. Because then after I get in the potion, I move the rest of my movement back. Okay, roll a d6. We'll see if that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, three. Three? Yep. That is Sandstorm. Sandstorm whips up. Give me a constitution saving throw to see if it slows you down. Was it with advantage? Where I took an action, or no? Um, you're not dashing, so it's flat. Okay, flat. Okay. I used the wrong dice. Um, 14. 14 just fails, so your speed is halved. Well. Yep. So. Right, so I moved seven. So my it was 23 was what my speed was. Mm-hmm. So I can move 12. Yes. All right, I'm at 65. I'm a little bit ahead, but you know what? Healed, healed, Lorcan. Mm-hmm. He's got less speed, so... And Lorcan is up next. Here we go. So I'm still on uh, his back, right? Yeah, you're in Wolf's arms, depending on how he's carrying you. Uh, I I picture him carrying me like a baby. Uh, (laughs) That's what I pictured, too. So uh, I reach up... Can he be feeding him that health potion? I reach up and I caress his cheek and I cast Guidance. (laughs) Nice. What's Guidance (laughs) do? Uh, You touch one willing creature... Uh, once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled onto one ability check of its choice. Hell yeah! It can roll. Yeah. yeah, it can roll the die before or after making the ability check. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'll jump that. For these these yeah. are the kind of shenanigans I like. Sweet. Yeah. So let's go with Wolf. Yeah, we're just gonna move up 30 feet. 30 feet. Let's do it up. Roll a d6. A two. Too. So, un- <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you feel the wind pick up, and there's barely any trees around. And then, from not even this island, from a different island, a tree comes flying in. Give me Whoa! a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Whoa! There's so a you tree. You can add your guidance. <laughs> How long does the guidance last? Can he save it if he needs One it? minute. Is it one round? Oh, okay, so you don't have to use it. No, I think you can use it. Indefinitely, right? Uh, I'd have to cast it again. Oh, is it only one? It says one ability check. So uh, I can cast it next turn because it's a cantrip. But I was just saying, and you're not oh, you're dope. carried, so that's true. Honestly, yeah, that's a pretty good little uh, dealio you got there because you, if it's a cantrip, you can just keep casting it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to use my inspiration to roll again. Can I do that? Yes, yes absolutely. Okay. I'm going to roll one more because I got to... It wouldn't. My life's in your hands, Wolf. I literally rolled the exact same fucking oh. thing. <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a three. Oh. Uh, um, don't forget to add a, a D4. Oh, no, it was a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. What do you add to it? Like, what's your dexterity? Ooh. That's just going to be plus one, actually. Maybe oh. four. Okay. It's not going to pass either way. So I'll... Uh... I'll make you a deal. Okay. Roll your D4. Yeah. If you get a four, 
you're going to take damage, but it won't knock you prone. Okay. Being too easy on us. No, uh, no I got it too. Okay. So, this tree <laughs> comes hurtling into you, and I'm going to make you a deal now for your shenanigans. Okay. You can either take your damage and half of what Lorcan would take, or Lorcan's also going to take damage and you're both going to go prone. Can I see if can I roll a dexterity to see if I land on my feet? Oh, that's true. I guess you can roll dexterity and see if you can get out of the way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Got a three. So what would you like to do, Wolf? I'll take the damage for both, or take my damage and half of his. Okay. So your damage is... Oh, you only take two damage for yourself. Okay. And... Oh, God. Zach, start thanking him, because you would have taken eight damage, so you take another four damage. Oof. So I take four. Oh. Nope. Wolf took your damage, is what he was doing. Oh, God. What, did he land on top of me, or am I, like, rolling away from him? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you guys decide how you fall. Uh, you land right face-to-face -face with me, don't you? <laughs> no, I was going to say, since, like, since I protected you, I probably, like, I probably fell on top of you. Oh, God. You guys do that movie moment where the... Uh, villain and the main character kind of land on each other and you're not sure if they're going to keep fighting or if they're going to kiss. <laughs> so, Joe, you were going to try to move 30 feet, so you made it 15 before that happened. Okay. So you and Zach are now at 68, is that correct? Yes. That's how math works, I think. <laughs> if not, it is now. You see um, Rock <laughs> and Garol look back at you and they've also just been getting hit with tree trunks. They're like, this is fucking wild! <laughs> <laughs> um, Silas. So, I should have made it a hundred feet. Not. <laughs> can, sorry. Can you? So if I, I take my movement for thirty feet. Yep. And then I dash for another thirty feet. Yep. And then if I fail, whatever my check is. So would I have moved forty-five feet, or would I have just moved for thirty feet? You're gonna just move thirty because it's gonna be half of whatever your total movement is. I'm gonna dash. Hell yeah. Rainbow dash. Yeah. Uh, D6? Yes, sir. That's two. <laughs> I was going to start changing them up if we started rolling the same thing too often, but I think it's more funny. Um, There's so many trees. You see, you, you turn back and you see the one that hit them as you pass, the, or maybe you don't pass them. Um, because you... I was at 65. Oh, yeah. So. You would still pass them regardless. So you run past them and then you see that tree and you're like, wow, what are the odds? And the same tree gets whipped up by wind and flies at you. No, Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck. I got in its with disadvantage, right? Yep. I rolled a nat 20, but also a 2, so that's going to be fine. <laughs> so you get hit by this tree. 30 so I just moved 30 feet? Yeah. And okay. you take uh, 3 points of damage. Christ. Ow! Silas! Oh, guys! Not even halfway there yet! So you're at 95? Yeah. Alright, um, Lorcan, you're prone. Alright, so I'm peering into Wolf's eyes. And I look up at him and I'm like, and I stroke his face, and I cast Guidance again, and then I stand up. Nice. Uh, do I still have movement? Are you going to try to run, or are you going to try to get him to carry you again? 
I was gonna try to just help him out, but I already used an action, so I'm gonna, I was just gonna run. Oh, he does have half his movement, huh? Yeah, well, I was gonna say, it's up to you. If you want to um, try to keep riding the wolf train, because I think it's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna hop on his back. Well, I was gonna say, instead, I'll let you use the rest of your movement to pick him up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that then. I think that's fair. Nice. nice. Um, Here you go, wolf. Next up is... <laughs> yeah, and then you just hold your <laughs> arms up like an expectant toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Wolf. All right. Uh, Don't forget me, Wolf. <laughs> what if he just dashed around you? <laughs> See ya. No, I'll pick him back up. Okay. I'm not going to make you make another strength because we've already you established. You carry him on the hip this time like a baby. So is picking him back up an action again? Uh, no, we'll say he, in his shit, he used his um rest of his movement to help you up and like lasso onto you however he wants. Okay. Still like a baby. I just, I'm just peering at you. I'm deliberating because I have two things I, I, two things I could do. You might want to deliberate fast. Those trees are coming like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you see thousands of trees just whipping around. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly seems like they have eyes now, doesn't it? What? <laughs> okay. Oh, because you guys thought the trees had eyes earlier. No, no, no. We didn't think. We know that I knew they did. Well, you found out those weren't trees. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and move. Uh, 30 or dash. Don't forget you have my guidance. So if I'm going to have to make disadvantage either way for carrying Lorcan, I'm going to dash. Yeah, do it. I was wondering if you were going to pick up on that or not. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I'm just going to oh, dash. Yeah. So you're going to go for 60 feet. Give me a d6 roll. Three. Three? Three is Sandstorm. So sand starts whipping up. Um, give me a constitution save. And this you don't have to roll with uh, disadvantage because I don't think this has anything to do with you carrying a person. Do I roll it or no? No. Uh, 15 total. 15 total? Perfect. Um, you put your head down and you bust right through and you make it the full 60 feet. So that puts you... 128? 68 plus... 68 plus 60 is one. Yep, 128. So Lorcan and I both 128. Perfect. Yeah, so fucking Wolf and yeah, Wolf and go charging past you, Silas. Wolf, grab me on the way. <laughs> what, what's what size are you, Silas? Like, is is uh, a handle considered small? He's a normal size. No. Yeah, normal size. Hey, <laughs> uh, you forgot me back here. You could have added four to your strength check. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, that is Silas. We're going full dash, baby. Hell yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this race against them. Hell yeah. Uh, 20, 76, uh, a one. A one. You start running, and you're trying to chase after them, and the ground collapses in front of you. Oh. Give me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Oh my fucking god. A five. A five. Yeah. So, the ground collapses, and you fall into it. Give me one more dexterity save to see if you can grab on to the edge. Come on. Uh, 15? 15, you grab on to the edge. Okay. So you make it 30 feet before that happens. Okay. So that puts uh, so you I'm at... right next to them. I'm at 125. Perfect. Yeah, so right before you catch up, the ground collapses underneath you, and you okay. catch the side... And that is Lorcan. 
All right, so he's only like three feet away from us. Yep. So I want to like pull out my rope from my pack, mm -hmm. and I want to see if I can lasso him. Ooh, I like that. You're gonna try to lasso him? Uh huh. Idiot! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Make a sleight of hand check. All right, guys. First time. Nat 20, baby. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> fucking word. Let's go. A nat 20 is literally the only thing you could have rolled to make this work. Yeah. Because you're, you're trying to fucking lasso somebody in a hole. <laughs> While I'm being held by a baby, like a baby by wolf. Yeah. So you tell me what happened. Nat 20, right. you, you're just, you're in another man's arms and you pull out a rope. All right, so I look into Wolf's eyes. I was like, I'm going to get him. And I pull out my wolf, I mean my rope, and I let, I start twirling it in the air, and I throw it over Wolf's shoulder, and it just happens to fall perfectly over Silas's torso. Yeah, it makes literally no sense, because it has to go in the hole and then yeah, come it goes back down. up as you guys are running. I just pulled it just perfect, mm -hmm. and it grabs it on. Yep, and it, it is firmly around his waist there. Um, I, I also I also want to tie it to uh, Wolf's torso, so he has to run with him too. Wait, doesn't Wolf go next? Yep. <laughs> okay, no, he has so to pull you. <laughs> so it is now Wolf's turn. He is hanging on in this hole, Wolf. So it is either going to take an action to pull him up, and yep. then. You can't just How long run is your just... rope? How long is your however, rope? However long feet. we are. 50 so, feet? I think so, yeah. Okay, so the furthest oh, you will ever be able to get away from Silas is 50 feet. Just dash 50 and then I'll just climb up. Well, so we have a rope or a space. Maybe well, I'm wouldn't thinking... it just drag you? Yeah. Whatever. So maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but how far deep into the hole is he? Because I can't just... I'm a, if he's, oh, he's right at the edge. You got, he had to get the edge. Yeah, he caught on to the edge. And okay, I was three good. feet away from you. Yeah. Okay. So even if I... I'll take an action that lets him up. Okay. And then you're going to run 30? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say since it was such a perfect lasso, I'm not even going to make you make a strength check. You pull him out of the hole, and then you try to run 30 feet. Give me a d6. Wow, you're natural at this, Mr. Brightstrike. This is way funnier than I thought it was going to be. So, I, did he untie the the rope? I don't think so, right? No, I didn't. Uh, you're yeah. just pulling him? No, because it's 50 feet of rope, so. And he can only go 30. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it's still slack. I got you it. might be getting some movement, Silas, because I just pulled a one. Oh, a no. one. So you pull him <laughs> out, and you run 15 feet. And the ground collapses. <laughs> um, give me a oh dexterity God. saving throw with disadvantage. I didn't cast guidance. <laughs> you, I didn't use it from last time, though, so I should still have it, oh. right? Yep. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to pass either way. I rolled a four. <laughs> All right. So the ground collapses, and you fall in. Lorcan and Wolf. Both of you give me dexterity saving throws to see if you can grab onto the edge. All right, other side of that coin, natural one. Oh my god. Oh god. god. <laughs> That's the worst thing that could have happened. Wolf? Uh, I rolled a 17. A 17. So you 
the ground collapses from in front of you as you make it another 15 feet and you're like running and you just like fall in and like fucking Lorcan just ends up basically falling in between your arms straight down into the hole and you are able to grab the edge of it. Lorcan, you are going to fall 30 feet. So, holy let me... I can't Yikes. remember what falling damage is. A d6 for every 10 feet. After 10 feet, though, right? So you take 2 d6? No, he takes 3 d6. It is 3? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yikes. Yep. All right, so you're going to take... What's your HP at right now? 17. You take 10 points of damage as you land on the ground... And you can tell, because you guys have made it, like, more than halfway there, you are in these, like, underground tunnels right now. So, like, the cave that you were in earlier, you've fallen down into it. Uh, whoa! Yeah, you fall, like, back first, and it is not funny. You just <laughs> knock the wind out of yourself and are sad about it, presumably. Whoa! So that brings us to... Um, that was Wolf, technically, so Silas. Uh, Mr. Lorkin, sir, uh, use the scrolls! The, uh, spider climb scrolls! Ooh! And I would like to, yeah, I'm just gonna use that as kind of like a talking, and, um, I'm still attached to the rope to them, so, can I still, they were, how far, where are you guys at? What footage are you guys at? 143. Okay, so I can still dash and be 50, more than 50, or less than 50 feet ahead of you. Um, is there anything I can Uh, so, I don't know. Like, this is just a, an idea. Maybe this is just, like, over, like, technical. But as far as I knew, I had the scroll. So, like, I could give Drop him one. one but that'd be like, that'd be like, yeah, I'll be doing it with one hand, if that's allowed. But... I would just say it's a free action. You're gonna, yeah, I mean... Okay, that's fine. I, I think, or it's it's completely up to you guys. Like, I assume that if you guys get mm-hmm. a even amount of things, you split it up off camera, quote unquote. Um, if you think, if you think Wolf would have ha- hung on to them like genuinely, then that's fine too. Either way, you can give it to him. I'm just kind of curious, like no, role no, play wise. Definitely, you could have one. Have one okay, so we split it up. Yep. Cool. Um, so is. Lorcan fell down, but is Wolf at the, like, edge of the thing? Yeah, Wolf's still holding on now. Okay, so I would like to just run my 30 feet, but on the way, I'd like to try to, like, pull Wolf out, if that's possible. Yeah, so what what we'll do is you'll... How far away from them are you right now? I'm at 125. So you would need to move... I'm 18 feet away, I think. Okay. So what we'll say is you're going to move your 18 feet, Mm -hmm. and... You can pull him out as your action, and then you're going to roll your d6. So if something weird happens, you're going to end up just stopping where Wolf is. And if nothing weird happens, do I move the rest of my turn? Correct. Okay, yes. cool. I like that. Uh, so d6. Uh, it's going to be a 1. A 1. So you pull Wolf out of this collapsed <laughs> ground, and you see you see a tree fly directly over your head, and you're like, what a relief, and the tree hits the ground in front of you and collapses it. Um, give me a dexterity saving throw. 15. 15, beautiful. It collapses and you run right around it. So you make it your full 
speed, so how far do you make it? Uh, so I moved 30 feet, so, uh, what did I have, another 12 feet? No, yeah, 12 feet, so I'm at 155. 155, perfect. Mm -hmm. So I can and... If I can... Yep, and in the distance, you can see that you are getting close to this mountain now. You're under 50 feet away from it. Um, give, me it a like... give me a perception check. And also, if you have a specific question, ask me. Um, I was just wondering, like, can I still see everybody in front of me? Does it look like they've made it? Um, I got a 12 on my perception check. Rock and Garol are getting close, and Sidroy and Johnny Flame have gotten, like, kind of in front of you, but they're, like, okay. closer There's... to you guys than the other two. Okay. Um, and you got a 12 total? Yeah. Okay. And that's that's it. Um, next up is Lorkin. You are down in this cave, and you hurt your little backy. Oh, God. So I use I use the spider climb thing. Okay. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah, um, I'm going to say you fell 30 Two. feet. Yeah. So, oh, so you're going to use your normal movement to get out. Um, if you're going to dash, I will allow you to try to move the extra, because you would have 50 feet, so you can move an extra 20 feet if you want, but you are still going to have to roll a D6, or if you just want to climb out, I'll say you get out and you don't have to roll a D6, so it's up to you. Go big or go home! Hell yeah, D6 it up! I quit. Is it a nat one? It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was your D6 and not a D20. So you poke your head out of this hole and give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. Uh, how's a six? As you poke your head out from this hole, uh, a tree comes flying by and hits you like just in the shoulder with one of its branches. Oh and god! You take one point of damage <laughs> and are knock prone. Oh no. God damn it. Is he at the top at least? Yes. Okay. I was just saying more for flavor that he poked his head out because I think uh, it's funny. At least I didn't get knocked back in the hole. Yeah, seriously. I was no. waiting for you to roll a one. Um, sweet. That is Wolf. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna what would you like to do during this shit show? Uh, I'm just going to. Pick up Lorkin again and uh, <laughs> keep on going. I'll make a, well last time. Make a Hell yeah. Check. No, you don't have to. We've already established you can lift him. <laughs> and I will, uh, I'll just. It's good to be Go back ahead. in your arms, Wolf. D6 it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, at this point, he is literally like bleeding in your arms. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, six. Bad day. Six. Oh, yes. Nothing happens. Sweet. So were so you what? dashing? No, because I picked him up. So I was in action. So be oh, you're right. You're right. So you make it 30 feet. Yeah. To 173. Yeah. Nice. You are almost there. I give him a high five on the way back. Both of you guys give me a perception check. Jesus Christ. Seven. Seven. <laughs> you see the mountain getting closer. We're almost there, Wolf. We're almost there. That is Silas. I may regret this. Could I just use 30 feet of movement and use my action to, like, 
really try to get a sense of what's going on and like maybe make a perception check with advantage or something like try to help myself somehow sure are you trying to figure out something specific or are you just interested in why i keep making you make perception checks pretty much interested why okay i just wanted to make sure that i didn't is that allowed or i I don't know if that'd be considered like yeah fuck it metagaming or whatever but whatever it's not like like this is going on the internet yeah, whatever. You know. All right, so I will move my thirty feet and like well, make a, yeah, you hope try to move my. 30 yeah, feet. so go ahead and give me your d6 first. D6 first, okay. Uh, that's gonna be a five. Have we got a five? Ooh, we well, have not. Um, you oh, no. see a tree go flying past your head, and after you dodge that, you feel something land on your like arm, and you look down in this like bulbous jellyfish has oh. blown off you from the sea. Give oh. me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Um, you like smack it like you would a wasp and you see like midair it kind of like lets out this shock pulse um, that you could imagine would have been on your arm had you not smacked it. Oh, um, and you make it 30 feet and give me a perception check with advantage. Uh, first, how far away are you? 185. 185. But no matter what, I'll make it next time, so. Well, uh, don't say that. Well, that's cool. true. Um, Might fall in a hole. <laughs> we sucked tonight. Four. Uh, no, sorry, six. With advantage? With advantage. Sweet. I rolled a three and a five. You see that... Um, most of the that it's a lot easier to get to the mountain now because most of the trees have blown away (laughs) this way guys i found a path i will say even with a six uh you hear behind you the water starting to like hit the uh beach area so the wave has caught up to the island now and it kind of like starts rocking a little bit okay um lorkin one second here. What are you guys at for footage? 173. Oh. And you're in you're in Wolf's Arms, right? I'm in Wolf's Arms. Alright, I am going to caress his other cheek with my bloody hand. <laughs> Do you mean the other side of his face or the his... other cheek? <laughs> the other yeah. side of his face for now. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm going to cast Enhance Ability. Ooh, feel like and this it, could have been done earlier, but let's yeah. go. <laughs> yep, and it's uh, I use Cat's Grace on him. Hell yeah! Is that the target has it? Yeah, the target has advantage on dexterity checks. It also doesn't take <laughs> damage from falling twenty feet or less if it isn't. <laughs> what? It's a good thing you didn't have that spell the whole time. It's a very really? good thing, brand new. <laughs> So yeah. now, just if, learned it. If I have to make a dexterity, it'd just be flat. Hell yeah. If you if, if you, you dash, you, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so is that all you're doing? Uh, and then I just look into his eyes. You need to get us there. I'm dying. Alright. So <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we're back up to Wolf and Initiative, but first, Wolf Excellent. and Lorkin. <laughs> yeah. Wolf is carrying Lorkin. And suddenly you both get this like nauseating sensation in your stomach and it's unexplainable for a moment. 
as if I don't have enough problem. Then it is what could only be considered as deja vu mm -hmm. as Johnny Flame turns back to you guys, pointing at the uh, wave behind you and yells, guys, be careful, the wave is coming. And suddenly the ground out from underneath him collapses, but Johnny Flame will be rolling with advantage because Joe caught on to what was happening. Nice. And he's going to roll with advantage because of it. And he rolled... Nat 20. So, yeah. The, yeah. the ground from underneath Johnny begins to shake a little bit. And he looks up and makes dead eye contact with you, Wolf. And then just does the world's most beautiful backflip. He backflips over Sidroy and then pulls Sidroy by the shirt to make sure Sidroy also doesn't fall into the hole. And then just looks at you, wicked far away, and goes, Good looking out, Wolf. I thought raise my fist up. He tries to give you a long distance dap. Uh, Wolf doesn't know what that is, but he raises his. <laughs> He's holding Morgan in his left arm and he just yeah. raises his fist triumphantly. Hell yeah. Man, I was trying so hard not to like audibly pop when you started warning Johnny Flame because I knew what was <laughs> happening. That's sick. Hell yeah. I love that. Uh, so yeah, it's your turn. Well, so literally what I was going to do is I was going to ask if I could also make a perception check to see if we could, if, to see if Wolf could notice if this area was similar to the one the vision was in, but it literally just happened. <laughs> so I'm glad it succeeded because he started saying it. I was like, oh no, I know it's happening and I'm too late, but it worked out. So uh, I'm like, gonna... I genuinely feel like a adrenaline rush that Joe remembered that because I wasn't <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since we played that section. It has been, yeah. Wolf is going to make a mad dash. Mad dash? Hell yeah. yeah. You it's can make it. What, right? Yeah, uh, unless he. Unless something really gets messed up. Yeah, I mean. What are you at? I am going to say the only way he won't make it uh -huh. is if he gets hit by another tree or falls into a hole. Um, anything that would like stop him dead, and but then I'll just say he's outside of the mountain. And I rolled a two. No, oh, no. you can see you can see the opening of the mountain in front of you you see rock and garol have already like gone ahead and it's similar to the one they led you guys out of where they just push some branches and shit aside and they open up this little passageway that they've clearly made and you can see it and suddenly from your left you see a tree and from your right you see a tree and you must dodge them <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. give me a dexterity save, flat, right? but yep. Yeah, since since yes. you have the cat shit, it's gonna be yeah. flat. Oh, that's right. Yeah, flat. Uh, six, sixteen. Sixteen passes. You see, one tree goes to sweep your legs as the other tree goes just slightly high, and you like jump vertically in between the two, and like just matrix style dodge both these trees with Lorkin in your arms. <laughs> Yep, you make it. You guys run into the opening with Garol and Rock. Before you do, Lurkin and Wolf, both of you give me a perception check. I'm just gonna pretend my guy's just so hurt he's not seeing anything. His eyes are I got a seven. Yeah, your eyes are swollen over from the tree hitting you. <laughs> 
I got a 17. A 17? As you are about to like run into the mountain, you see from high above you, um, you see a pair of eyes peering out through one of these like little, I, I want to say porthole, but that's in a fucking boat, from like just like a hole in the cave. You see a set of eyes just peering out. Um, and you can tell with a 17 that they aren't looking at you. And that uh, is... Oh, I had some. Yeah. So first question is, would, would, I rec- if, would I recognize the eyes if I've seen them before? Um, give me a... Well, you had a... I don't know how to resolve this. Give me... Just give me a pure luck check. 15. You see these eyes and you can make out just like a very vague silhouette almost of this person. Mm-hmm. And you get like a sinking feeling in your gut that it could be the same figure that you saw that had crossed that bridge when you were in the cave and then ran away from you when Lorcan and Silas went to investigate and found those boots. Interesting. And I guess the only other thing I'd like to do is when we get like, because I think there's like three feet to spare once we get to the door, I'll just, I just like want to lay Lorcan against, like, lay him on the floor. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you lay you lay him on the floor. And that will bring us to Mr. Silas. Pretty sure I've asked every time, but if I just use my movement, does that just make it flat for the check or does that give me advantage? Um it will it depends on what it is. Different ones give you different things, but Okay, I'll just I'll just do move my thirty feet then. Okay. It's or probably try better. To move my 30 feet. Yeah, it's better that way because yeah, I only need to move 15 feet, so... Yep. Or, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, two. Hitting. Two? <laughs> Hitting. You see Wolf, Matrix-style, jump through these trees, and you are in such awe that you almost don't notice as they are flying directly towards you. And wow, give me amazing. a dexterity saving throw. With advantage. Oh. Uh, 14. <laughs> 14, you get clipped by this tree, but not enough to knock you over. You're just going to take damage. Okay. You take four points of damage as, like, the the branches just, like, cut up your arm a little bit. But I made it my 15 feet. You did. Give me a perception check. (laughs) Okay, I'm at 200, just to clarify now. Uh, 15. 15? You also see this figure that is peering out from above. Mm-hmm. And as you make eye contact with it, obviously you wouldn't know this because it was Wolf's experience. You can tell that these eyes are looking at you. Oh. And they retreat into the cave. They retreat? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Really yeah, creepily, though. Like, they just kind of back away and disappear. Okay. Um, are, are we, like, in, like... So we're in this mountain area. Like, are we safe? We Are we, like... Yeah, so you guys, like, run into this mountain a little ways. Um, and you see as you, like, get in there, uh, Rock actually grabs, like, um, some debris on the ground and, like, pushes it aside and pulls open one of those hatches similar to the one that you fell into. Jim, and he looks at you guys and goes, 
everybody be very careful. These are some of our escape routes that we've made. And some of them are a little bit, they're starting to collapse a little bit. I don't want anybody to try to walk on them and get hurt. I'm already hurt. It's a joke on Silas because he fell through them in the first episode. (laughs) I'm thinking, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, So yeah, he like opens this and him and Garol go climbing down. Guys, I, I th- as I'm like climbing down, following them, I'm, I, I think I might have si- seen something in here. We should probably be on our toes. You I didn't see anything. <laughs> uh, it looked like there was a pair of eyes just staring at me. Staring you too? Listen, <laughs> I know we just had a traumatic experience, but there's nothing to worry about. We're fine. We made it through the storm. There's nothing left Speaking to worry that, about. As I like are going down can i look to see if like uh damu damu like do we see them at all or no they went in a like semi different direction um and they said that they would meet up with you guys okay um but as lorkin says that everything is fine now that you've made it out of the storm (laughs) garol pulls the hatch door down behind you guys and takes like a deep breath and suddenly you feel the island begin to violently shake as you hear the rest of the water crash against the mountain and you hear like a sickening sound of just tons of water and clearly all kinds of debris crashing against this mountain and everything just shakes and you hear rocks falling in this mountain or whatever and once like the debris and stuff clears like nothing happens in your little cavern that you guys have gone into but garol kind of takes a deep breath and she's like okay i think we've made it out of this i just said that she tries to open the hatch and the hatch has been buried under rocks and debris and she goes oh fuck fuck as she's trying to push the hatch door open see if rock can do it (laughs) Uh, Rock is also there, and he tries to give her a hand, and it's literally not budging. Done all I can do. Sidroy looks at all of you, and is like, you guys won't believe what just happened to me out there. A tree came and hit Johnny Flame, and then I got this paper cut from one of the leaves. And he holds out his good (laughs) hand that wasn't hurt from the orc, and he's got like a little paper cut on his finger. Can I try to tabletop him? (laughs) (laughs) With who? I don't know. (laughs) Who's your tabletop, buddy? I'm going to try to sneak behind him and see if I can catch Lorcan's eye to tabletop him. Okay. Give me a uh, stealth check. You know what I do? I'll uh, get behind him and I throw a message cantrip at Lorcan. And I say, can you believe this guy? Yeah, Uh, I can. I saw the paper cut. That's a 19. (laughs) 19? Yeah, he's... um, He's too busy looking at his paper cut, so you sneak right behind him. Setting you up. I just, come on, Larkin. Come on, buddy. What am I supposed to be doing? Tabletop. You're going to have to be more specific. When you stand, when you get behind somebody on all fours and somebody pushes them from the front so they fall over the person. Oh, excellent. Yeah, you never I, have a tabletop? I, uh... Well, now I have. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I get on I get on all fours. <laughs> no, I'm on. <laughs> so you you get on all fours, and um, 
<laughs> Sidroy looks up and he's like, what are you doing, you weird little gnome? Are you pretending to be like a dog or something? And Johnny Flame just goes, ah, fuck this, and pushes Sidroy <laughs> and tabletops him over. Silas and Sidroy goes, oh, no, and just falls on his butt. And the, he gets up very angry and just like dusts himself off and goes, look. I don't know what's going on on this stupid island, but everything was okay until you and your stupid father messed everything up. And he points at you, Silas. And then he's like, and now we have these stupid orcs who are trying to raid our city and kill everybody. They probably know what happened to my father. What do you know about my father? He has nothing to do with this. Uh, He looks at you like very seriously. And he's like, yeah, just like... Just like you had nothing to do with killing that shopkeeper, you murderer. So Wolf Wolf goes up uh, in front of Sidroy and just kind of puts puts both hands on his shoulders, and he just he just he just stares at him for a good like ten seconds. Shut up. <laughs> Give me an intimidation check with advantage. Gotta get a plus and minus two either way, but well, there's a four and a, oh, a six. Well, you know what? It's gonna be a ten because I'm using guidance on that. <laughs> Hell yeah! So with a ten, you don't like frighten him or anything, but Sidroy does look at you and just like spins around and like pouts pretty much. And Garol looks like she's getting ready to join on the. <laughs> hating on Sidroy train and rock kind of puts his hands up and like, guys, I know there is a lot of emotions going on right now. And I'm going to be honest with you. Everything kind of sucks, but we need to meet up with Damu and make sure that he and everybody else is okay. There's a lot of kids that they were wrangling up and he knows this Island better than any of us, but I, I need to make sure that they are okay. So if, you all want to stand here and bicker, that's fine. But I am going to try to find Demu and get out of this mountain because it's still nighttime. Me and Wolf are with you, Rock. You, Mr. Rock, sir, I, I agree. I'm sorry for my <laughs> Mr. outburst. Mr. Rock. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry about my outburst. Do you, do you think there might be some time for us to patch up our, our wounds here? Or do you think this might not be a good place? Yeah, I was thinking a long rest sounds great. Or short rest, either. <laughs> yeah, a long rest sounds good. He grabs his pack, and Garol goes, Don't you fucking dare. And he's like, We don't know what's in this cave. And clearly, they know what they're doing. And she's, she's like, Rock, they came with Sidroy. And he's like, Look, whether they're with the Amasticas or not, they helped us before. And I have faith that they will continue to do so. And he hands you three, like a small little vial thing. And he hands you it all. And he's like, this should help you guys temporarily. Basically, this is going to quicken the patching of your wounds, if you will. Um, Unfortunately, it almost works like, have you heard of uh, Red Bull energy drinks? Is it watermelon? 
They work similar to that where it's going to give you a really good boost, but in about eight hours from now, you guys are not going to feel very well. (laughs) But basically, he's giving you a vial that's going to act as if you've taken a short rest, um, and then you're going to have to take a double long rest is pretty much the negative of it. So, and with the short rest, do we get, like, anything we would get back? Did I say short rest? You did say short rest. Long rest. So you get everything. You get your health. You get your spells. Okay. It's a clear slate. What does it taste like? Oh, watermelon Red Bull. Oh, God. Do you have more of this? I need to put some of these in my pack. And he, he like, shakes his head. Pretty sad, honestly. And he's like... We've actually been sitting on those for quite some time. Damu and I have been working on producing them, but they take they take a lot of resources, which surprisingly we don't get a lot of out here. What's it called? Rockstar <laughs> Energy. <laughs> no way! <laughs> <laughs> I like this rock star energy drink. Yeah, the C or sorry, my name's only spelled with a K. So it's capital R O capital K and then just a star. <laughs> That's amazing. I like it. You have a great marketing program here. Damu and I are fighting over the branding because he wants to name it Da Monster Da Moonster Energy, but no, rock, rock Star is way better. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, can we go? <laughs> can we go find them, please? I'm feeling like a million bucks. Let's get out of here. Yeah, you guys feel good. Like your wounds start to patch over, and Sidroy, Sidroy looks at them all pouty or whatever, and he's like, "You guys are all stupid. I don't want your energy drink anyway." And he pulls out a little. Uh, potion from his backpack and like chugs it to like heal up the, his arm wound. The charcoalberry? No, he has like a really fancy Chardonnay type of energy drink from Evermore. Oh, okay. I really want yes. to save mine, but I don't think I. For what? I was going to just not take mine and just have this great potion. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was down to six with hardly anything left, so I had to. Yeah, I'll just take it just where you had already said that. Okay, sweet. So yeah, you guys are back up to full everything, and Rock starts um, going through one of these little tunnel ways. So he starts walking away? Yeah. Okay, Um, I guess I'll start following him. I want to do a couple of things. I want to, one, take Danny out of my bag and make sure Danny's okay. Uh, actually, Johnny Flame has Danny because Johnny okay. Flame had found her. Okay, I'll, uh, J- Mr. Flame, sir, I can I can take her back. Thank you for watching after her. Absolutely, I. You might want to check in with her because she might want to stay with me. And he like opens his jacket, and you can see that she's like ripped holes in his jacket, trying to scuttle away. And there's just like scars and like cuts all over his rib cage. <laughs> He's like, the, the little thing's starting to grow attached to me, I think. Yeah, you've got oh, a very oh. safe, warming and nurturing home, sir. And I open up my uh, like neck pocket for it to 
for her to jump down into. Yeah, she just dives in like a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the second thing I want to do as um, Rock is walking away, can I cast message at him? Mm -hmm. And um, I want to say, it's it's me, Silas. Don't 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 jump or anything, but. Oh, he jumped. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay, Rock? Are you okay? (laughs) Sorry, I I thought I saw a spider. I hate those. What do you know about Sidroy? Because I have suspicion that they're trying to frame my father and my family. Can he talk freely in message? Yes, it says that he can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. Okay, but no, like, words or whatever? No, do you want me to read it to you, or...? It just says I have to be able to point to him, so I, I guess, like, I'm, I'm going to try to do it stealthily so, like, nobody, like, maybe yeah. I'll just point to him from my side or whatever. Mm-hmm. He responds back as he's walking, and he's like, mm-hmm. I will sit down and have the full conversation with you, but the long of the short is the Ozai tribe originally came from the Wild. And when we, this was the generation before me, and they helped Evermore in a war against the Goliaths. It was the town of Evermore and some of the troops that they could round up from around the rest of the square and the orcs. They were all working together to fight the Goliaths. And King Amastica would like everybody to believe that the orcs turned on Evermore and attempted to help the Goliaths win the war. And they have used this as a form of propaganda to push all of the orcs out of the square, hence why you have hog's feet. But now people like Straven have taken over hog's feet and have turned it into basically a war zone. And so the Ozai tribe immediately left because we didn't want anything to do with the rest of the going-ons around the square. And a few years ago, we were we hadn't made it to Aspid yet, and we were just kind of traveling around exploring, and we ran out of resources. So we went to King Amastica and asked for his help. And we asked if we could either work for a while to get enough money to leave. We never wanted to stay in the square. And King Amastica said that he would think about it and put us up in a inn and everything like that. And the next morning... There was an attack from Hogsfeet, run by Straven, and they blamed us for letting them in. And two of our family members were captured and put into jail, and we had to flee. So if you're asking me whether I think Sidroy knows all this, I believe that history is written by the victors, and... I do not know what Sidroy knows or what he believes. I think you're absolutely right on the histories written by the victors, and I'm afraid that it might be 
happening again where they're trying to frame or propaganda against my family. So I appreciate your, your, the info and I would like to take you up on getting more information when we're in a safe spot. Absolutely. Um, Garol turns back and she's like, Oh my God, can this day get any worse? And you look up ahead and the path that they were following has been collapsed by rocks um, from the big like earthquake or whatever. And she's like, rock, you know, this tunnel better. Is there a way to get around to the, to the safe zone that Damu and the rest of them would have went to? And rocks like, I believe so. If we go a little deeper, we can probably get there. Um, And he starts like rerouting you guys down like a different pathway. And you guys walk for a little while and he gets to a point where there's like this like big opening in the wall. And he's like, huh, I've never seen this before. So it must have collapsed from the the rock fall. But this will probably be a shortcut, I would imagine. And he starts like heading through that way. And it opens up into this like enormous opening and it's like very, very dark to the point where it's almost, it's way darker than it usually is in like the rest of the cave. And he's looking around and he's like, this is, this is very strange indeed. Um, Everybody give me perception checks. I want to cast light on like my staff since Mm -hmm. Wolf doesn't have dark vision. Okay. Would that negate the disadvantage I'm rolling with right now? Yes. Okay, cool. Is everybody rolling with disadvantage? No, um, even with dark vision, it's still very dark. Yeah. So you could tell that it's like darker than what you're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. 17. 17? I'm too busy thinking about what Rock just said. I rolled a nat one. <laughs> Sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rolled an 18. An 18, so a 17 and an 18? Yep. Sweet. Wolf and Lorcan, you guys see in like one of the far corners of this like giant expansive room, there's like what looks like just a pile of junk almost at first glance. But with your perception checks, you can see that you can't tell like what it is, but you can see that it looks like there's a couple of like weapons and shit that are like stuffed in there. And just, like, pieces of clothing and stuff like that. And that's, like, all the way on the other side of the room. How far away, roughly? Uh, This room's enormous. So, like, you you can just see that over there. But you would have to, like, make the cognitive decision to, like, walk all the way over there and shit. I I turn around and and I look at uh, Silas and Wolf. There's a mystery to solve. And I start heading towards the uh, weapons (laughs) and stuff. I'd like to follow him, but at yeah. like maybe like 10-ish feet behind him. Yeah. You see um, everybody actually like starts following and Rock and Garol are kind of like talking to each other and they're like, I can't believe we've never seen this room before. Maybe it was, maybe there's like a secret entrance. Maybe this wall collapsed or something. Silas, you're lagging behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking You're thinking about what Rock just told you and everything like that. Give me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay. It's not against being charmed or being put to sleep, right? It is not. 
I checked. Sorry, I just want to make always make apps. It's the second time this has happened. I got a nat 20, yep. but we will do, uh, what did you say it was? Uh, wisdom? Yes. Uh, four. Four? Mm-hmm. You are lagging behind a little bit and you're thinking of this. You're not really paying much attention. And for some reason, you look up and look to your left. Um, and you see this like small little hole in the side of one of the walls and you see a pair of eyes looking at you and before you can react you hear a voice in your head and it startles you because it's not the voice you are used to like it's not the voice that i the voices that i hear correct you hear a voice you've never heard before and it just says approach and you start walking towards this opening. Just on my own, like towards the, the thing? Mm-hmm. In your mind, ma- there, there's nothing weird about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, somebody just said approach. They sound pretty nice, so I better mm-hmm. go check it out. <laughs> is, uh, is he going the same way that we are? Is he deviating? No, nope, he's, he's banging a left. So he's kind of walked off. You guys, Where he's behind, would we notice? No, you guys are ahead. Um, so we're going to do you first. Trying to be helpful by watching our rear. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so you guys get over to this like massive pile. And um, I'm going to need you both to give me a, a D20 roll. Just a straight luck check. 19. 15. So... You guys go up to this like massive pile and Lorcan, you actually see that like most of it just looks like junk. Like there's no rhyme or reason to it. It just looks like in certain spots there's like clothing. And then in certain spots there is uh, like old weapons that seem to have like rusted or been banged up and stuff like that. But you do see that just casually scattered throughout this whole pile is just like small little packs of gold and like there's uh like health potion in there that you spot right off and it just kind of looks like it's just a pile of stuff that's been like collected there mm-hmm. and before you can like really decide what any of that means you first notice cuz wolf is standing right next to you you first notice that there's like a gust of air and Wolf's torch that you like lit for him starts to like flicker a little bit, even though it's like this magical flame that you put on it. Yeah. It like flickers just a hair and you realize that it doesn't really matter because the room is now illuminated, which is rad until you then realize that the reason that it is illuminated is because the ceiling has practically opened up. And from above you, you look up and you see the faces of two massive ghostly dwargers that look down in you at all of you as they um, have opened up a hatch above your heads and they just stare down at you 
And Silas, mm -hmm. you do not see this because you have walked into the cave mm -hmm. that bangs off the left side of this giant room that they are in. I, I don't need any treasure. Yeah. This place is going to save us. You walk into it um, and you don't give a second thought until bars drop from behind you and close off this opening. And you take a second look at that, but you're still, you know, interested. Only one way to go, so. And when you turn around, the light in this room, which was, again, like, darker than even you're used to, becomes clear. It becomes clear like you have always seen with your dark vision. Um, and you see, standing in front of you, is a very tattered-looking baggy-eyed, long, white, stringy hair and stringy beard dwarger that is twitching a little bit and shaking. And you see, clenched in his left hand is a black scimitar. And he looks at you and goes, Where was it? Where'd you find the last piece of the treasure? And he's looking at your scimitar. And that is where we are going to end part one of chapter 10. <laughs> you know, I was trying to be helpful. Stress, stress, stress. Stress, 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 stress. There is so much of this session that went, like, to the point where as it was happening... I was like, people are gonna think that I'm prompting them on this mm -hmm. because, like, Dude, Wolf, the, the and running scene, Wolf, Wolf and Lurkin being the ones that were ahead and literally together. Because when they first had their um, scene, it was as if they were in, standing in the same spot, like they were looking through the same oh, set of eyes. That worked perfect. And I don't know how that worked, but. We got like halfway there and I was like, man, if Wolf keeps carrying him, that's going to make way more narrative sense than anything. And then you said you kept saying you were going to lag behind here. And I'm like, okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, do, I don't want to say too much more because I want to save it for the beyond. But yeah, that, uh, it's it, it's just very narratively satisfying to me. It's, it's very awesome. narratively satisfying and it's very fun playing with three. Well, two. I'm not counting you as a DM because you're the DM, but playing with two other selfless people because, like, even during the run scene, like, we were all trying to find ways to help each other, and like, mm -hmm. by me lagging behind, I was just trying to like look out for them. So it's just like it's I can tell you right now before we hit the Beyond the Roll because I'll say it on there. This is probably one of my favorite episodes, like bar none, yeah. because that scene it was supposed to just be like a quick little fun thing that wasn't a battle. Mm -hmm. But like was still a rolling thing, and it ended up being fucking awesome. So, and it dude, the dice tell a story too because we rolled so many twos, which is perfect for all the trees falling. Like I just loved it. Mm -hmm. So, as we said at the end of the either episode of the Beyond last week, I can't remember, but this was I assumed it was going to be a longer series here, and so we are probably gonna finish up in this next session but yeah so you're probably gonna get a second fairly long episode oh, but you know to sell to celebrate chapter 10 baby um 
we are going to start playing right now. We're going to keep playing. Um, so we're not even going to do our outro. You guys get a free week with no outro, which means you have so much extra time to go like all of our stuff and do all the things. Rate us five stars. Yeah, no, we can't promote. That's the whole point of this. So anyways, we'll Just see kidding. you guys next week on Behold the Roll, part two of chapter 10. Say goodbye, everybody, for now. Say goodbye. Goodbye for now. Say goodbye. For now. For now. Oh, God, watch out. There's a tree. No. Oh, God. (laughs) 